0: I'm Mike. And I'm Adam.
1: And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. The Chinese have a saying. Before setting out on revenge, you first dig two graves.
0: Oh, you went
1: for a a classy one there. Oh, a classy one there, but it's a theme that's important for this particular film. Mm, Uh, This week we are reviewing the 12th James Bond film from 1981, For Your Eyes Only.
0: Mm, We've threatened it and we're finally here. We're finally here, we're going to do it. So, you've watched it, I've watched Mm it,
1: we've refreshed our memories. Uh, Yep, we're we're all over it. Um, And here we are, the first Bond film of the 1980s.
0: Uh, Yeah, All right. I'll tell you what, you've started... Started that as a reference. I go, the score for the film really embraced that 80s element,
1: yeah. Well, it's sort of a transitional score. I've always thought it's interesting you've started with the music because it was uh not John Barry, mm. um, uh, although um, he had missed a few by this point, but um, yeah, Tom Conti's score, um. Not Tom Conti, is it? Tom Conti or Bill Conti? I keep getting them mixed up. Uh, Bill Conti. Bill. Tom Conti's the actor. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Out of the wrong Conti. Yes. <laughs> Bill Conti.
0: Um, <laughs> yes. I was it's too such, confused. It's such an awkward surname as well. You, go, um, you, don't want to, you don't want to be attempting that as a surname after you're a few beers in. No, you got to be very careful with that. And I got yeah. the wrong. I got the
1: wrong. I messed up the wrong part of the name.
0: Which is um, fine. If you're going to cock that up, might as well <laughs> cock up the um, Christian name. Yes. Yeah,
1: much Bill better. Bill Conti, not Tom, as much as a fan as I am of Tom Conti, this is, this is uh, the other one. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. His, yeah, it's kind of, my point was going to be that it's kind of a transitional score because it's a little bit 70s and a little bit 80s, mm. I think.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. But I do rather like it. Oh, yeah. yeah I think yeah. it works really well. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got, I wasn't, my, my reason for mentioning it wasn't sort of to criticise it, it was, hmm. I, I just really enjoyed it. Um,
1: I don't know why John Barry didn't do it, I'm assuming he was just not available, um, yeah. but, um, and while we're on the subject of music, of course, the Sheena Easton uh, title song. Um, oh, it's a banger. It's a banger, it was the first uh, Bond song to be Oscar nominated. Ah, very it good. It didn't win, um, but it was nominated for a bonus point. What won that year?
0: What won the Oscar for Best Song? For Best Song in 1981. I don't know. I'll probably yeah. kick
1: myself when you tell me, but go on. You will. You'll say, oh, of course. Uh, it was Arthur's Theme by Christopher Cross.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that would make sense. Which yeah. was one of the
1: other big movies of that year, the Dudley Moore.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, movie. yeah. Yeah, that's good. I, Yeah. No, I'm happy with that. So there you go. <laughs> yes, yeah, that one, um,
1: Fiore's only didn't, but... Uh... Okay,
0: that's all right. Um, and also, it was, in terms of song, it was it, in the title sequence, first time the artist featured visually?
1: Yes. Good, good little bit of trivia there. Yes, it was first time—not the first time the actor playing Bond had appeared, but the first time uh, the singer of the title mm. song appeared. Um, I'm thinking the next time that happened, I believe, was *Licensed to Kill*.
0: That sounds right. I think Gladys Knight
1: appears in that title sequence.
0: I believe she does. Yes. Yeah. yeah but that was going to be my guess. Um, yeah. But
1: um, um yeah, I think it works really well. Classic Morris Binder uh, title oh, sequence. Yeah. yeah, it's a good um, one. Yeah, all the all the elements are there. Um yeah, yep. And well, we start the movie with a very overt reference to a previous movie.
0: Uh yeah. Um it's it's a it's probably the the most uh, the most reference we ever get to the past in the Roger Moore era, uh, but, yes, with, with uh, possibly the exception of well, to spy loved me, yes. Um, when um, what's her chops? Anya. Oh, that's the one. Major Amasova. Amasova, that was it. I was trying to get trying to get a Russian name out of the back <laughs> of my head. It was not happening. Yes.
1: She, um, men- she mentions that he's been married,
0: doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, and he he doesn't like that. He he clams up. And he... All right, you've made your point. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but this one is way more on the nose because he's at the grave. He's tending the grave,
1: putting some flowers there. Apparently, it was done because this film wasn't actually written for Roger Moore. Right. Um, he had said after Moonraker that he was done. Um, his four picture contract had finished and he said he wasn't going to do any more. Um, so they wrote for your eyes only with a view to introducing a new actor. And this mm. was a way of linking the character back saying, no, no, it's the same guy. Different might be a different actor, but it's the same character. Look, we're linking it all through. Mm. Um, but then as Roger did for his last three, he signed on again at the last minute, um, and ended up doing it. But I still think even though it's him, um, it's a it's a really nice yeah. introduction and it's a nice link back to the past um and the pre title awesome. sequence starts the whole revenge theme, which runs through the whole movie and is the reason I chose that quote to to kick us off
0: yeah 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 that's that's a fair comment um because yeah, not only do we have the reference to um the, the misses in the ground, we've mm. also got um <laughs> Sorry, I was delicately put there. Yeah, well done. Yeah, uh, We then get, well, we get not a direct reference. It's never written down or spoken, but it's Blofeld. It's very obviously supposed to
1: be Blofeld. We hmm. never, yeah. Um, uh, yes, uh, it's Blofeld as he sort of would have been at the end of On Her Majesty's Secret Service. We'll skip over the fact that he looked completely different in Diamonds Are Forever. Um, but uh, yes, it's bald Blofeld in a wheelchair um, with what, the neck brace. So it's which, exactly as he was at the end of
0: On Her Majesty's it, Secret Service. Yeah, which is the only way that that would make sense. if Because you go, well, well why has he still got a temporary neck brace on? Is he that accident prone? Yeah, like, as he it's, had it's, another tumble since, yeah. since. something else happened to him,
1: as another spy had a go at him. Yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah it doesn't... Yeah, it, the timeline is slightly screwed up at this point. Um, you have mm. to ignore Diamonds Are Forever if that's going to make any sense. <laughs> or it's another villain who happens to be in a wheelchair and have no hair and a neck brace and Bond feels some need to revenge himself I don't
0: yeah. um, but I suppose it's it like you say it works for Roger Moore uh, playing Bond but it would have also worked as an introduction I think that's, you, you can see that was they apparently did
1: it. the intention yeah that was the intention was that it wasn't going to be Roger and they thought well this is a nice way of introducing a new Bond and making clear that it's the same character um and uh, gives it a link to the past. But I think it still works, even with Roger in the role. Um, hmm. It's a nice way of starting it. I think it's a great stunt sequence.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty good. That was some some really good um, helicopter piloting there. A really nice
1: helicopter piloting shot over the old Becton Gasworks in North London, which isn't there anymore. No, um, no, but no. was at the time. It had been disused for a while. Um, And I think it gives it a really nice sort of, you know, urban decay feel. Um, And,
0: um, yeah, it's a really good sequence. It is. Um, Do do, do you get that line from... (laughs) I thought you might mention
1: this. ...from (laughs) Blofeld
0: as he gets lobbed lobbed down the old chimney there. It's Um, proper weird, isn't it? (laughs) I, I researched it.
1: Yeah, I have as well, but it is still weird. It,
0: it, yes, I'll buy you a delicatessen in stainless steel. Like,
1: yeah, right. You, <laughs> what? You can, you,
0: I'll lobby down the pipe. I'm all right for that.
1: Yes, yeah, sure. yeah I'll, uh, you're going down the chimney, chap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the research that I came across is because it was Cubby who, uh, yeah. added the line. Um yeah. coming from his, uh background and upbringing in Queens, New York. Um, yes, and he's
1: Italian-American as well, yeah. of course. So, yeah. Uh,
0: and apparently the Italian mafia in, in these days, uh, apparently they, they bribed people with delicatessens.
1: Apparently it goes all the way back to the days of Al Capone. Mm. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, a stainless steel delicatessen was supposed to be some sort of yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's a weird one, isn't it? <laughs> a bribe or reward. or It's very strange, yeah. And but, it, even though it has that history and you can sort of explain it, it's still really
0: weird in the movie. It doesn't really... It doesn't... I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense for Blofeld to be yelling that at him. Again.
1: No, but, I mean, uh, I suppose, again, if you go back to On Her Majesty's Secret Service, Blofeld is trying to pose as an Italian... Whatever isn't he?
0: Um, What's the count? That's right, Count de de Blochamp.
1: Yes, that's right. Although, um, although that's the French form of Blofeld. They say in the movie, not Italian. Mm. Um, Although, of course, Telly Savalas was Italian American who played the role. So I don't. It's all
0: a bit strange. (laughs) It's it's a weird one, but there we go. Nonetheless, we had the only Blofeld. Connection to Roger Moore's Bond, um, the only Blofeld connection
1: connection for quite a long time. Actually, yeah, that's um, true.
0: We didn't we didn't go near it until until um, we got back to Daniel Craig. We? Well, that's right.
1: It was completely ignored for uh, Moore, Dalton, and Brosnan. No mm. mention of Blofeld at all. So it was the last kind of loose reference we have to him. Um, for quite some time, but there he goes down the chimney.
0: Um, hmm. I'll I'll be honest. Before we draw a line under the uh, pre title sequence, hmm. I if if I if it was me, if I were Bond, and the the old vicar comes out and says they've sent a helicopter and it's an emergency, and they go, uh, yes, 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 it, it usually is. is. Yes, and there he is. He <laughs> Bond jumps in, starts strapping himself in, and then. Your chirpy little vicar looks over with the face of sin and does the old, um, north, south, east, west, the sign of the crucifix. Yeah. yeah, uh, I'd be getting out of the helicopter, fucking sharpish.
1: Well, it <laughs> is a bit, it is a bit odd, isn't it? Um, vicar is dodgy, he is dodgy. Is he in on it, or was mm. he really just relaying a message? Or, yeah, that's mm. a bit strange, and also. The helicopter is universal export branded, which means if that's their cover organization, it's completely blown because the villain is obviously known enough to put the yeah. decals on the helicopter
0: it's it's not working for anyone there is it <laughs> no clearly not that that story is out <laughs> so. honestly
1: um. It is a really good sequence, though. I mean, there is no doubting the difference between Roger Moore and back projection and the actual stuntman uh, Uh, aloft on the helicopter. Mm. It's, you know, um, uh, and that was Martin Grace, I believe, was the stuntman doubling for Roger in that. Very good. um, Who later went on to suffer horrific injury during the film of Octopussy. But we'll come back to that when we review that film. But. yeah, Martin Grace doubling for Roger, and his stuff is fantastic. You know, hanging mm. off the skids of the helicopter and climbing around on the outside.
0: Yeah, fair play. Um,
1: yeah, really, really good stuff. Uh, and the the helicopter work in that, and weaving in and out of the buildings and the chimneys mm. and all the, all the bits of the old gas works. I think that is a, it is a brilliant stunt sequence.
0: Mm. Yeah, um, very happy with that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and the bit I I don't know if it's in the documentary on the DVD, um, the bit where the helicopter flies into the building. Yep. Apparently, the way they did that, um, well, there's two parts to it. There's the helicopter in the building, and there's the helicopter exiting the building.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Apparently, they mounted the helicopter on a pole attached to like a railroad car.
0: Oh, okay. And they ran it through the
1: building on rails with the rotors running and Roger Moore in it so that they could get the camera right in close on it. And it Hello. looks like the helicopter's flying straight through the building.
0: That's... Um, yeah, that's, that's done well. Yeah.
1: Um, and then to exit, they used um, a foreground miniature to make it look like it was flying out of the building, whereas, in fact, it was flying past the building. Oh, okay. Which... Well. Uh, is also quite quite clever stuff. Yeah, but,
0: that came out um, quite well to be honest. I think it
1: works incredibly well. Yeah, mm. I really do. Um for a pre-title sequence that are usually quite kind of throwaway, mm. um I think it's one of the best ac- action sequences in the whole film.
0: It is really good and it it, it really brings us back to doing it properly after um moonraker
1: yes i mean this film represents a sharp change in direction for the series doesn't it following Mm -hmm. moonraker um which apparently came from cubby he said we're not we're not going to carry on down that down that route it's we're we're going too far um and we need to come back down to earth and i want a pop i want a proper spy thriller and i Mm -hmm. want I don't want all the gadgets and I don't want all the nonsense. I don't want larger than life overblown villains. I want a proper Fleming spy thriller. And I think that's what we get.
0: Yep. Yeah. We got that. We keep it really simple with the fact Mm. we've got, we got cold war going on. We make, we got the Russians ultimately wanting their hands on the, on the goods. Um, yeah.
1: And it works. I think it works. I think it's got very realistic villains. Mm. Um, there's nothing in it that's overblown or unrealistic, it's really down to earth um, it is a proper spy thriller
0: yeah, yeah. yeah
1: and it's kind of the first one we've had for a while
0: yeah, I mean you could all like you're saying, it being a proper spy a spy thriller, you can you can tie it all the way back to From, Ruther- uh, from Russia With Love and The Lecter Um have just yeah, got a can. modern version of that
1: yeah, kind of a modern take on that um, they take some nice bits from the Oh, it actually wasn't a book was it, it was a, it was one of Fleming's short stories, yes, um was for your eyes only, but again they uh, they picked some nice bits out of it mm-hmm. um but I think the series needed to change direction at this point. I think it was the right call.
0: yeah, I think they got away with moonray because that was that was gonna that was a good hit, um but if they'd have carried on, that would have tanked.
1: yeah, it would it would have taken them in a direction that just wouldn't have lasted, I don't think. Mm-hmm and I think Fiori's only sets a really good style for the movies that followed it. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I think it ca- It perhaps helped that they didn't think when they were writing it that they were going to have Roger Moore. Mm. Um, they weren't sure who they were going to have. Um, mm. But I also think that he kind of embraces the the darker style, although I know he had a few problems with some of the scenes in this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know we've mentioned um, a few of those we'll, before. But... We'll come on to those, but... Um, I mean... The only thing I would say is well it's it's really good and you could probably argue it's his best one. Um
1: uh yeah I think for me it probably mm. is his best.
0: Yeah. You can see that um visually he's getting possibly a bit <laughs> a
1: bit old for the role. Yeah, he's on the brink in this mm. one. Yeah, he can just about do it, but yeah. again, they've given him a very young
0: female lead. That's the problem, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, she was only, what was she, 23, 24, something like that, I think, Carol Bouquet?
0: Yeah, go, um, that's, that's, well, that's just not good.
1: It's And although he doesn't do anything with her until the very end of the movie.
0: Oh, um, yes, with the where the... Title of the film gets used horrendously. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll come on to the ending because oh, there's there's lots yeah. to talk about with the ending.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> but, that bit, fortunately. Um, no, not that bit. Um, but yeah, it, it was the 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 last three of the Roger Moores all. Well, I suppose Octopus he doesn't because they cast him against the leading lady. who's the same age as he is.
0: Yeah, um, that, that's that's more tolerable you don't
1: have to look away that works fine but this one's yeah it's it's getting a
0: little bit ooh. with it yeah ooh. Ooh, i'm not sure about that <laughs> no no not good not good no no sorry we won't dwell on that um no so so yeah we have uh, we have a we sort of get back into the the meat of the film that sort of sets the scene of what everyone's going to be after um Uh, straight after the title sequence yeah Yeah. we're
1: right into it aren't we with the the sinking of the saint george's
0: yeah yeah so we've got the fishing well supposed fishing trawler um yeah uh, with with all the top secret gubbins and it's got the atac that everyone their mum seems to want Um, that ship's a lot bigger
1: than it looks on the outside
0: (laughs) yes it's a bit a bit tardis like that one (laughs) Um, (laughs) and considering they've bothered to put actual fishermen on and do actual fishing uh they are the most dense fishermen known to man. He goes, <laughs> We've caught a bomb. We could at any point turn off the net that's reeling it in.
1: <laughs> no. Well they actually he shouts at the guy and he yeah. runs away without turning it off.
0: Uh, it's just <laughs> That's
1: not gonna help.
0: No. Ah oh, dear. Just yep, yeah, there's <laughs> I've got nothing on that. It's just that stupidity that's caused the entire they, they've, issue.
1: They've not employed the um, the brightest fishermen to uh, operate the upper no. side okay. of that vessel, <laughs> you
0: know? Absolutely ridiculous. But there we go. That big, big spiky thing hits the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Big old gusher. <laughs> yes.
1: Ooh. That sinks. St- sinks like a stone. Yeah. Mm. Although, I have to say, the sequence... Um, of it sinking particularly the view from in the control room um that's that's actually quite that's quite brutal for a bond film there's guys getting electrocuted guys Mm. getting crushed by things there's a guy over in the corner screaming um you see you see a bit of blood which is unusual for a bond film
0: yeah Um, it's actually
1: quite a it's quite a dark sequence that where the where the boat sinks um Mm. And the guy's you know trying to pull the the lever to blow it up, and he can't quite get there. and yeah, um, yeah it's quite a good sequence that
0: yeah, 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 that's that's fair. Um, yeah, so there it is. It's the bottom of the sea, and well, that's where it stops and uh, everyone... and then we're straight
1: back to uh, straight back to Whitehall.
0: Uh, yep, and we've got a notable absence.
1: We do, uh, Bernard Lee. Um, had passed away, I believe, just before mm. this film was uh, went into production, and they chose not to replace him, and instead uh, bring in the character of of Tanner, who, of course, becomes much more significant later on um, in the PS Bros than Daniel Craig era. But it was the first time we see him. Um, yeah, because it's obviously it's a character from the books. It is character of the books. He's uh, far more significant in the books. Yeah. Mm. Um... And um standing in for for M who is supposedly on leave.
0: Mm. Um yeah, so obviously Mr. Bond gets his gets his bit of paper and well, more than one bit of paper.
1: A whole yeah, yes. folder full there, yes. Lost our electronic surveillance ship. Yes. Mm. Yeah. How deep is the water there? Not, not deep, deep enough. Exactly <laughs> yes. that. Yes. yes. All because
0: some fishermen couldn't turn off a motor. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's. And off he goes. Um, mm. uh, so he gets in. We Isolate different... him and apply the necessary pressure to find out who hired him. Exactly that. So we head off. I think we know what that means.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Grab him by the balls until he squeaks. Yes. Um, exactly that. So he heads off in the first iteration of the Lotus. The Lotus Turbo
1: Esprit. Yes, the mm. updated version for 1981. Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, uh, in white when we first see it. In white when we first see it.
1: Um, yes. Uh, OPW 634W mm-hmm. is the first one. Um uh, 654W, sorry, I had a slightly blurred photograph. That's right. Um yes, OPW six five four W with the uh full burglar protection system.
0: Uh yes. That's mm. a, that really comes into its own. Yes, it does. Um But yeah, uh, nice be. nice little bit of
1: Mercedes action there as well.
0: Oh there's yeah, there's quite a lot of Mercedes actually, isn't there?
1: quite a lot of Mercedes yeah there is actually there's three or four different mercedes in this we'll we'll point them out when we see them but the villain is briefly seen or one of the villains is briefly seen in this um it's a four fifty i think isn't it oh you let me just, just look because um, this car has a scene all its own later on um it's i do apologize it's not it's a two eighty Right, okay. It's a 280 SE, is the car we're talking about at the moment. The silver uh, Mercedes saloon. I know the one, yeah. We see, yeah. And we see a dodgy-looking character who we don't know who he is yet.
0: No, Uh, we don't. Um, uh, He's, yeah, he remains anonymous in the short term. Um, So, yeah, there's a bit bit of snooping around. Then Bond gets one gets collared does not he um
1: he he does he's not as stealthy as he could have been there i think
0: no uh, no 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 awful in fact actually uh, <laughs> yeah pretty pretty crap to be honest yes yeah so there we go he really lets himself
1: down a bit there
0: yes. yeah they know precisely who he is as well so that's that's gone well
1: yeah they do don't they they just they look at his gun and just know who he is which is a little bit tricky but um... yeah
0: so there's yeah. that all happens. Then we've got matey boy says, Right, well, go and deal with him. I'm going for a swim. Um, oh, and his, yeah. And this swim is a bit short lived because he's had an arrow right in there. Um, yeah, that's gonna sting, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, uh, so that gives Bond the opportunity to uh escape and antics ensue. And, and we end up with a oh, yeah, you mentioned the burglar system that. <laughs> that comes into its own at yeah, this point. It does. Because he finds the person who fired the arrow, likes a bit of that, um, <laughs> Yes, drags her off to his vehicle, only to find that there's a a, a grotty henchman uh, trying to have his way with it. Kaboom. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> yes. um, well, I hope you have a car. <laughs> mm. uh, she does. She does have a
1: car, yes. Yes.
0: Um... And <laughs> and it's one that's well, it's earned its place in Bond history, isn't it? It really has
1: the little yellow 2CV,
0: mm. yeah. Uh, no one expected that, no. Um,
1: and it's a it's kind of a light moment in what is a fairly serious film,
0: yeah. Um, but I don't think it's they don't make it overly light, do they? No, no, it's, it's okay, it's not, it it's not comical, no, it works um and you could probably argue actually it's probably the better vehicle for these tiny little windy roads
1: well i can't see the lotus uh having fared too well on all those twisty little lanes no
0: no well certainly better than the um were they the Peugeot 504s they were being chased with Peugeot 504s
1: with the with those ones with the wonky boot
0: yes yeah that's fine yes. yeah it's alright yeah don't worry um, about that um yes they keep up
1: with the Citroen quite easily
0: mm. um
1: but yeah. uh it does have a maneuverability that they don't
0: yeah i mean that in fairness they would have been well away if they'd managed not to tip the bugger over when that bus blocks the road they could have been yeah gone um, into. take the, the low road yeah mm. Mm. that oh yes yeah so that's well.
1: yeah they have to roll that that bad boy back over and mm. um uh, don't mind if I drive, do you?
0: Hmm. Yes, and then we get everyone's favourite line. Um, go backwards, forwards, quickly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> go backwards, forwards, quickly. Yes, yeah, good, yes, yes. <laughs> what, what, does that... what, what, are you, what are you talking about? What, what are you on about? Is that, was that her way of saying, go on, do a cheeky J turn? Yeah. yeah i don't know i I don't know i really i don't don't know what they were getting at with that line it's
1: slightly strange that isn't it yeah i guess Mm. she just means just move in any direction don't just sit here but they had only just come to rest having rolled down a hill
0: Mm. yeah odd one that but there we go um
1: and she grabs the gear shift off him and throws it as it turns out into reverse which is Perhaps not the most helpful thing she could have done.
0: But no, just I've, well, she thinks she's helping.
1: I do well, gets them out of it, doesn't it? But mm. um, it's quite an amusing sequence, and then the whole lover driving the country and all of that. Oh yeah, yeah, through the through the olive groves, um, yep. which is just as well because I can't stand olives. So the more of them they destroy, the better.
0: Um, hey, that's a bold statement. I. It's true, oh, dear. Oh, dear. rotty little things. No, um, no, no. You just haven't had the right
1: ones. I, uh, well, that could be true. Um, <laughs> Every one I've had so far has been utterly revolting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, no, we're, we're down some sort of olive rabbit hole. Let's not do that. We've
1: gone off there, yeah. Um, So, yes, an amusing little chase sequence there that leaves one Peugeot upside down and the other one up a tree. Yes. Um, and um, oh, we haven't been properly introduced.
0: <laughs> mm. There he is again, classy as ever. Oh yes. Um, yeah. So where where are we going from it? We end well, up we end up in a more snowy climate from here, don't we?
1: No, no. We we next see them. Uh, they're in a little cabin, um, where they're. Uh, where he delivers the line, in fact, that I used at the uh, top of the podcast. Uh,
0: yes, you did. They just yes, have a little chat. Yeah, um, I do. Olympic recall. has a flight
1: at eleven. He's getting her out of the country.
0: That's it. Yes, I recall. Yeah, oh, um, I recall. and but
1: I'm not sure because I mean the the theme of revenge runs through the whole movie, mm. and the line that I quoted at the beginning he's like so you don't want to go out on revenge that's that's dangerous business yet Mm. the movie started with him getting revenge (laughs) she's already got revenge on the guy who actually killed her parents Mm, true i mean now she's now she wants to find out who paid him to do it mm. um and bond's sort of making the point that you're going out about this all the wrong way because if you're If you kill everyone, you come across. We're never going to find out what's going on. Mm. Um, And uh, you don't want to be doing this, really. But it's okay for me to get revenge, but you don't want to be doing that. Um, Especially especially if you're getting in my way.
0: (laughs) In in Bond's defense, he didn't set out on revenge, did he? He he jumped in the helicopter, and as luck would have it, he got to chuck Blofeld down the gym. Oh, (laughs) it's true. He wasn't out for
1: revenge. He just took an opportunity that was presented to him, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Blofeld came after him and didn't do it very well, as he never no. does. Because, um, as we've discussed before, Spectre is an appalling organisation.
0: Yeah, it's it's too top-heavy financially. They need to employ better henchmen. <laughs> they do. They just employ
1: morons,
0: and that's mm-hmm. why all their plans fail. That's it, yeah. If, the thing is, if you're one of the numbered ones around the table, you go, well, th- these boys are earning. But anyone else is on minimum wage. <laughs>
1: they are, and they're all idiots.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Any old one can join that, yeah, oh. exactly.
1: So, anyway, um, these guys are not Spectre, no. um, that was a sort of red herring at the beginning, but um, yeah, it's a slightly uh odd little exchange between her and she's obviously out for revenge for the people who killed her parents, um. And I have to say, although we skipped over it, the sequence where her parents are killed, I think, is brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's really properly suspenseful. Um, and I think the close-up on her face at the end of it, um, that is, although it's a very visual thing, is actually straight from the book. Um, okay,
0: cool, cool. Yeah, Because
1: Fleming, Fleming describes Melina as the girl with eyes like ice on fire which is a wonderful fleming phrase yeah, yeah um know. and i think the close up on melina i think it it kind of captures that and i think that that works really well again yeah, yeah. it's quite a it's quite a dark sequence again you see blood mm-hmm. um and the death of her parents is um the the violent death of her parents is um is a really strong sequence
0: mm. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, like that. Um, mm. Well, you know, for all like it for all the wrong reasons. Um, Indeed, yes, yeah. But it's yeah, it's well done, and like I say, it just it matches the tone of the rest of the film. It's all a bit, all a bit different, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is. Um, so it's not long now before we have to encounter possibly the most irritating character in the film. <laughs> you don't mean Luigi, do you? I don't.
1: You don't? Okay. No,
0: no BB gets on my tits. Oh, BB. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: okay. More mm. than the bloody parrot, if I'm honest.
1: Ah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, she is. Yeah, she is quite an irritating character. I'll give you that.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... That's. And mm. Mm, uh, but at least they managed to draw the line at that of him not just giving in and going. Yeah, go on then, let's have a go. Um, no, he
1: he does sterling work resisting her. Yeah,
0: you, not even though in reality
1: she was she was actually only a couple of years younger than Carol Bouquet. But
0: <laughs> yeah, it's but it's it, it is the character bloody annoying.
1: Yeah, she is annoying, and I suppose she's supposed to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Although quite what Christatos is doing with her, we don't need to look too uh, deep into that. Yeah, let's um, dwell on that and that, that is hinted at.
0: Oh, it is towards the end, isn't it? It's, yeah, it is. She references it and goes, no that she's a bit he's a bit I too old I know her. what you
1: want, but I'm you're too old for me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. That's her line in the sand, is it? Bloody hell. Apparently. Yeah. Yes. She was alright with
1: things up till then. Mm.
0: Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, no. strange
1: relationship there. Um but I do like Julian Glover
0: as Christatus. Um Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well he's really proper good. proper actor that one. Though, proper actor
1: an actor who was considered for Bond himself at one point. Mm. Um but uh, was deemed too old by the time an opportunity came up.
0: But yeah, probably right to be honest.
1: Yeah, but a fine actor. Mm. Um also appears with Pierce Brosnan in the um, Fourth Protocol.
0: Fourth Protocol, yes. Yeah. Very good, very good. Yeah, 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 good yeah. Connection, yes. There.
1: Oh, yes. Well, we have another Brosnan connection in this movie, but it's a little further we on.
0: We do. Um, mind you, there's sort of quite a lot of famous faces cropping up, but we'll probably get to that when we get to the other Brosnan connection, actually.
1: Um, uh, yes, I think we will. Yes, um, yes, because there is another... Yes, I know what you're referring to. We'll yes. come on to him. But... Um, Yes. So where are we? I've lost where we are. Um, uh, pff,
0: well, I jumped straight to BB being bloody annoying. Oh, um, you did.
1: Well, we see her, don't we? Because he he meets Ferrara, yeah. Um, who I thought is who you meant as the most annoying
0: character. No, not <laughs> at all. No, no, no. I t- 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 tolerate him all day long. No, not him.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, he um, he meets him and he tells him a little bit about Christatos. Um, and says so he set up a meeting with him. They go and meet Christatos. Uh, he tells him all about Columbo. Not that one,
0: no, um, yeah. no, just one more thing. My yeah, wife's yeah. a
1: big fan of yours. No, not, not, <laughs> not that, that one. one.
0: <laughs> no. no, that's uh, we'll, we'll review that a different time. That definitely. would have been a strange turn turn of events. <laughs> mm. Yes, if we'd have got that Columbo, yeah, well, hang on, <laughs> hang on.
1: That would have just been weird.
0: <laughs> no, we we get <laughs> we get a greasy one instead. Um, we too. I mean, I, that's not disrespectful. He is quite greasy. Um, uh, he is. Yeah, that's true. But he's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but uh, yeah, so we have the little scene with Crustatus, with a sort of position laid out. Um, and we think, ah, right, so he's going to be helping out on this. Yeah, he's um, our man here. He's our man here. And we've got Ferrara there, who seems to be a slightly pointless go-between. But mm. anyway, nevertheless, um, there he is. And um, uh, yeah, Bond, I believe, then pops back to his hotel.
0: Oh, yes, and that's where we think because he meets BB... Initially there, doesn't he? And then, then she's the host... skating there, yeah. yes, that's right. Yes. And he says, Oh yes,
1: I Miss Brink Skate, which is her trainer or whatever they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. coach. Um or whatever Yerby. the name yeah. is. Yeah. Um so he, he he knows of her. Um uh yeah, a little bit of Argy Bargy with her at the hotel where he is having none of it.
0: No, no. None of that, thank you.
1: Um and then we're then, as you were about to mention, then we're off for a bit of skiing because we're now in uh, Cortina, uh, yes. rather than uh, Greece. So, uh, Greece, where was no? Where was no? He was in Spain, wasn't he? Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we've gone to, uh, and this is a point I'm going to come back to: is the the time scale here because it has a point later on that I've been thinking about. Mm. So. The St. George's Sinks, Minister of Defence is told about it. They bring Bond in, tell him about it. He goes off to Spain. He then... Oh, in fact, we skipped over the scene with Q, because he then goes back to London. Uh, Gets told off for allowing Molina to stick an arrow in the guy they wanted to question.
0: Oh yes, we forgot about Q and his magical computer. That's right, goes down
1: to see Q and oh, I see you've got the Lotus back together. And and then mm-hmm. he the magical computer that can draw faces. Mm-hmm. Um or oh, cutting edge stuff. Um and um they identify and banana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Mm. <laughs> On oh, the lips.
2: Oh god.
1: <laughs> Anyway, identifies him as a bit of a nasty bloke. He then, and you know, the Greek police or the Greek secret service think that he is at this moment in Cortina. So mm-hmm. then he goes off to Cortina. So we're, we've been in three different countries to this point. Um, I just think we want to keep track of how long things are taking because I think yeah. it, has an, it raises an interesting point a little bit later on.
0: Okay, I'll I'll be guided by you on that. Because I think at
1: this point we're at least four, maybe five days since the sinking of the ship.
0: Right. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be minimum. That seems about right.
1: Given how much zooming around he's done. Mm. Um. But anyway, come back to that. Park that thought for for a minute. We'll do. Um. And yes, we skipped over Q and his magical computer. (laughs) Um. But. uh, we won't draw the night, so it'll just annoy us. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're off for a bit of skiing with BB.
0: Yes.
1: And we're introduced to one of the other villains, uh, Mr. Kriegler.
0: Oh, yeah, the, uh, the absolute uh, muscle-bound Sherman. Yes. Um, Him. who's Yeah, because he's doing a bit of, what's he doing, biathlon, is it? Bit uh, is skiing. it biathlon or triathlon no, i don't um, know what well, do a bit of ski and do a bit of shooting isn't it basically it's a strange sport that isn't it it's very european isn't it go it's away. very european yes. you know, go for a quick ski but i am taking the gun yeah i'm gonna have a bit of a shoot and
1: then we're gonna have a bit more skiing yeah it's biathlon it's because triathlon also includes swimming for some <laughs> reason i
0: don't know Oh no, I think triathlon's different. I don't think you get any shooting with that one. That's oh, do you not? Uh, no, okay. I think triathlon is is that is that running, swimming, and bike riding? Or I think oh, I don't maybe. Know. I, I don't. It, know. Anyway, you can you can see it's not our area. It's really not an area yeah. that we're
1: experts on. Isn't it strange? No. Yeah. Mm. Um, Maybe that's why we're both such fat. But anyway,
0: Um, um Please correct us when you listen to this. Yeah, you'll know that sort you, of nonsense. Yeah. You've done these activities and you've done them rather well. Bastard. Uh, um,
1: uh, yeah, you are irritatingly fit. Anyway, not like that. Oh. Um, no. <laughs> no, I'm not going all Hugh Edwards on it. no. Has oh, dated, no. dated the recording. <laughs> Bond, get back on to Bond. Sorry, skiing and shooting. Yes, because that's not weird at all. No. Um, Yeah, so he has a bit of a ski, has a bit of a shoot, looks grumpy, won't talk to anyone, zooms off into the forest. Yes. I think I summed that scene up quite well. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I couldn't have done it better myself. There you go. Uh, Bond uh, said, Well, I have an appointment. And off he goes. Mm. Um, and um, yeah. But someone's got their eye on him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, reasons. I think we get quite a nice little sequence. Got Bond pinned down in the forest. Not like that.
0: No, um, no, no, not dirty. Uh, no, but that's quite good. We, have, we got a bit of skiing. A bit of, it's good chasing because we haven't had a proper decent bit of skiing since On A Majesty's Secret Service. Well, um, a little
1: bit at the beginning of The Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah, not as good as this, So. No, no, no. This is, this is proper. Motorbikes yeah. in it and everything.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, and just just because we're thorough, the, the Yamaha XT500s. Oh, very good. I quite like those. Mm. <laughs> There's a
1: Mercedes 200D in this sequence as well. Black one.
0: Oh, very good spot. Yeah. The, yes, yeah, so I know the one because he gets out of it with his stupid hat on, doesn't he? Um, yeah.
1: It's ridiculous yeah Yeah. he's done nothing for the look there has he the menacing look
0: no no no, that's that's toned it down if anything (laughs) the the furry headwear
1: with the flaps that's no
0: that was a bad call that yeah 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 that's sinister that's gone in one full swoop
1: made yourself look like a tip there didn't you
0: (laughs) oh dear uh anyway (laughs) headwear there um yep so we get a bit of that um a bond obviously escapes ultimately. Um, ultimately, yeah. I mean, Kriegler gets a my PPK. Crossed. he doesn't say that in this film, but he does. He um, does. Well, he, he he sort of loses it, and then Krieg, what's his chops? Kriegler shoots it into the distance, doesn't he? Yeah, it fires that away. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the chase carries on, and then ultimately he's he's got his fancy. Skiing gun that gets a bit bent, so he lobs it at him, and then he gets really cross and lobs a whole (laughs) motorbike at him. He does, he gets proper annoyed there, doesn't he? Mm. I do think
1: you're looking at that, and you think if you'd taken a bit less time in lifting that motorbike up and chucking it at him, you could have just run down the hill and lamped him on. I was gonna say, he's
0: just just there,
1: mate. Yeah, yeah, he's just you don't need to chuck stuff at him, you can run. Mm. He's he's just there, look, putting his skis on.
0: Yes, I don't know. Yeah, I'm conclu- thinking
1: he's wasting time
0: there. It's an odd little conclusion to that of him just throwing things in some sort of <laughs> in vain, in yes. some sort of petty rage. And, and yeah, none of right. them get anywhere near him. I think we no. he
1: could have walked there in the time it's taken him to put his skis back on.
0: Oh, I know it's like rather than doing the gun show of going, oh, look at me, I can lift a motorcycle. Mm. Yeah, you, those
1: muscles are rented anyway, you can tell.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear,
1: yeah, a okay. bit, bit strange that. But Bond gets away, <laughs> um, and um, uh, skis back down the hill and um, uh, finds himself face to face with said Mercedes.
2: Mm.
0: This is correct. Um, hang on, where are we going there? Okay, oh, yeah, my brain's gone. Or have
1: we got things in the wrong order here? I'm not no, sure we no, might. we
0: have got it in the wrong order because it, that bit's in the interim, isn't it? Because the end of it where he gets the motorbike and that lobbed at him, that's where he's scot-free and bonds away. No, the one where he encounters it is halfway down because uh, that's the ski lift, uh, not ski lift, ski jump. Bit. Oh, yes, of course we have. We've got that all confused. Yes, you're yeah, right. The, I do ski ap- jump, do yeah. the ski jump's right in the middle of the two uh, skiing chases, isn't it? It is, isn't it? That's right. Yeah.
1: And he has to climb all the way up to the top of the thing, and that's where we see um, another actor who has, uh, who later develops a, a, a slight bond connection. Uh, who we got up there? Uh, we have a very young Charles
0: Dance. Yes, that's it. Yes, because he crops up a little later as well with the with the Brosnan connection.
1: Yes, he does. He comes up again in a later scene, but of course he goes on. Play uh, Ian Fleming in the TV adaptation of Goldeneye.
0: Mm. But um, I'm afraid in this he's a bit of a shit. He he never well he never speaks. Um, no, we don't get that full Charles Dance delivery, do we? We this? do not in this. No, and he don't. and he's he's overburdened with hair in this. <laughs> There's
1: a lot of that going on, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Quite a thing he's got going on there hmm. in this. Yes, indeed.
0: Yeah, not um, used to that.
1: But I guess, in the, I mean, at this point, he was completely unknown.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't think he would have done much. I mean, I can, I can even for thoroughness, I shall look him up to see where in the timeline that sat and whether he'd done anything of, of note. There hmm. we go, I'm going in. But given uh, that it's
1: a non-speaking role... I can't think he would have been, he wouldn't have been commanding much. Uh,
0: I wouldn't have thought at all, actually. Much oh, at I, this
1: point, no. I I'm see
0: IMD's performing superbly. There we go. It's. Some I history. mean, it's still
1: a Bond film, so, you know, nice work if you can get it, but um, it is a non speaking yeah. role.
0: No, yeah. really. Uh, he had done a couple of TV things, but nothing worth getting excited about. He'd been in a few TV series, but as a, mm. a one episode of
1: uh and Golden wasn't until 1989 so good few years after this um yeah. of course he was the lead in that and he is superb as Ian in Fleming i don't know if you've watched that yeah i have oh yeah copies. yeah yeah
0: but you I have yeah, uh, yeah
1: excellent great well we should discuss that separately but
0: yeah we probably uh, should actually uh, yeah, but yeah. I,
1: it's really good but um yes it's... he's a non-speaking in in this
0: yeah cuz looking at the timeline here it was after Golden Eye there was sort of it was just he started building pace and then he was mm-hmm. in alien three last action hero and then it all yeah. started to, that's where the snowballing began and the, uh... early days here early yeah, days there, but nevertheless
1: yeah. any role in a bond film is a pretty good thing to get so
0: oh yeah yeah no messing yeah very good
1: um, so and he is in multiple scenes so mm-hmm. anyway they chase bond up the big pole oh, i don't know what it's called um <laughs> skiing thing, I don't know. It's still there, isn't it? Because Harry Metcalf visited it recently in yeah. his turbo spree.
0: Um Yeah, it's a proper uh, Olympic, well, at the time it was a proper Olympic grade. It was built for the Olympics, yeah. yeah. Uh, ski jump, so yeah. Um, Bond
1: skis down it, although, of course, sticks right out because he's Bond he ain't and got, he's, he's... He
0: has got the right ski. So he's the got the wrong thing.
1: skis, uh, which are branded, so easily identifiable. Mm-hmm. He won't take his mask off. Um so uh, yeah, it sticks out a bit there, but nevertheless, uh, skis down there. Charles Dance sticks the elbow in, doesn't work. Jumps off the end, knocks the guy with the gun down. Goes twang through the bunting,
0: uh, and we're and off again. And we're off again, yeah. And that's yeah. where, we, <laughs> yeah, we've that's where we uh, ended up with bent. Bent barrels and lobbing things. Yes, this. See, I got the sequence in slightly
1: the wrong order. Yes, it's that's fine. Right. It's fine. It's fine. Yes, yes,
0: yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Yes, you've, it's easy to forget again. Well, actually, it's got two big chases, isn't it? It has, mm. uh, and they're both very good. Yes, indeed. Oh, excuse that oh. additional beer. There we um, go. Very good. So, where are we going next?
1: Was this the chase, or does it come later with the motorbikes chasing him?
0: Uh, is, that, is that this or is that the motorbikes feature here, there, and everywhere? Because there's the bit earlier on in the town where they try and run down <sighs> Molina, but that's that's a bit of summon nothing. That's right, and they go yeah. off in the horse-drawn carriage. Yeah, and that's it, and then the same right. bikes get used as they're going down the mountain. Uh, that's right,
1: but there's the bit where he puts his skiing pole across the two trees.
0: Yep, yep, that's and the this guy. Bit. Yep. The guy gets
1: it in the neck. I want to compliment the uh, compliment them
0: on the noise the guy <laughs> makes. It's
1: truly epic. The
0: noise. Do, you, do you reckon there's a hint of genuine things about that? Someone I, got, I'm not sure, but someone I, got an uh, in the in the sort of a dubbing mix. Someone got a poke in the neck to make an th- authentic noise.
1: Make the right noise. I don't know, but you are in no doubt as to what's happened. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so he's he's got a pole right in there, and he um yes, it is a good noise there. you mentioned it. <laughs> it.
1: Always makes me smile.
0: Mm. Um yeah, but that's 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 where it was. All... Oh a man. point. Mm. They
1: ski through um uh, across the dinner table at one point. Yes. And we have the the guy at the end of that who's holding his glass of wine and he looks up yeah, yeah. in shock after them. Same guy who appears on the beach in The Spy Who Loved Me with the bottle of wine, and the same guy who appears in um, The Square in Venice. That's it, um, yep. when The gondola goes past, or the bondola, as it was called. Um, yes, yes and the double, is. And the double-taking pigeon. Um, again, this, <laughs> we're grateful they didn't continue down that
0: road. Mm, I'm glad that stopped along with the decade. Yes, yeah, that's... indeed. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, we um, will get to it, won't
1: we? But We will have to do it, it, but nevertheless. It's the same guy. It um, is, yeah, yeah. And good, good in, to... the, in the credits, he's listed as the consumptive
0: Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I've never spotted that. I like that. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> and it's um, Yeah, it's fairly accurate, isn't it? Do- yeah, all he's, he's, got- he's, he's, he's a bit half-cut in all three films, yes. yes. And always, always, but well, at no point does he learn. No, that... I'm just going. Well, actually, maybe I should knock this on the head a bit. But no, apparently, yeah, not. I'm,
1: I'm seeing some weird stuff going on here. <laughs> oh, I think dear. I might be having a bit too much of this.
0: Mm, yeah, I think I've had a spot too much of that. But yes, that's it's very good. And we from there, uh, where are we go next.
1: Where we do we go our, next? Yeah, we've had um, our
0: big chase. Uh, oh, we're
1: back to Greece, aren't we?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're back to Greece, and he's gone to see uh, Melina on her ship, or her parents' ship, as it was,
0: the Triana. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and he's gone to, presumably, tell her about everything he's found out.
0: Yes. Yes, that's good. Um, which, well... Which, which actually, does. if you look at it, isn't much by this point. <laughs> Uh, no, he's not learnt a huge amount, has he? No. Um, um well, he's identified a few people, I suppose, and he
1: knows he's been introduced to Christatos, and at that point he's believing that Colombo, not that one, um, is the villain. <laughs> and we believe that at this point.
0: Uh, hang on though, because I'm thinking Cause... about it. Oh, hang on, we missed we missed a little bit of a scene, didn't we? Because I think Um after he escapes his um ski chase. The he's back at the skating rink, isn't he?
1: Oh true, 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 true.
0: Yes, that's
1: right. He goes back to the skating rink with Ferrara in the Lotus. In the Lotus, that's it. He yeah.
0: goes in there, sees BB again. Um yeah. not quite sure why. Not really. Uh like oh,
1: more he's trying to get more information about Kriegler, isn't
0: he? Mm. Yeah, finds out that he's um Does he find out then that he's a defector? Yes. Yes, I think
1: so. Um she doesn't she say he's a Yeah, she's heard that he's a defector from East Germany. That's right. Um and that he's teetotal, won't talk to girls. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um and
0: um Oh eats healthily uh, and just, just a all round good boy. Uh, sorry, oh
1: yeah, and he touches health food and yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. he's well, like, altogether a, a really irritating guy, yes
0: Yeah, so that happens she skates off, lights go out he has a little altercation with the hockey team, pops them all in a goal Oh yeah, yeah. that's it, yes yeah, you're right, we
1: forgot about it, we keep forgetting scenes Yeah,
0: Yeah. nonsense there Ah um, uh, yes, pop- and he goes back yeah, Ferrara's finds... outside, a bit dead now uh, and he's got the white dove pin. Of course,
1: which becomes significant later on. Yes. Yeah, so
0: we'll hang on to that. Good job we didn't didn't dwell on that too much. So yes, um,
1: that's right. Then he's back to Greece.
0: Yes. Yes. So uh, that's where he uh, meets up with what's his up, Christartos again, doesn't he? That's right. Uh, um, meets up with him. Um, and he says, well, how do I find Columbo?
1: And go, well, he's over there.
0: That's right. They have
1: dinner together. Um, mm-hmm. There's an interesting point here when they're having, when they sit down for dinner, because he's at the casino, isn't he?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they meet at the casino table and then they go and have dinner. Um, there's a clue here, I think, a deliberate clue that Christatos is not what he appears, because Bond rejects his choice of wine at dinner. Yes, he doesn't
0: like. He doesn't want any part of that
1: wine. He's on doesn't like that and you th- i think that's a little hint oh yeah. this chap's not bond sort of fellow no, he doesn't approve of his choice of wine and as we know from the past that's never a good thing
0: no he's not drinking that muck
1: um
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he,
0: he doesn't say that obviously no i have summarized slightly yeah. um... <laughs> yes um <laughs> And also, actually, you mentioned the casino. Um, I wondered while I was watching it, going, is this the last time until Goldeneye that we see Bond playing Baccarat?
1: Oh, good question. No, I don't think it is, because... Don't we see him... Don't we see him playing in Licence to Kill?
0: I thought that too, and I wondered whether that was just Blackjack.
1: Oh, well, it might be if you're going to be as specific as the
0: actual game, then yes. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was the game I was being specific about.
1: Yeah, I couldn't guarantee it was Baccarat in License to Kill. No, it's. Mm. He, He goes, he's at a casino in Octopussy, but they don't play. Baccarat? Are they? What are they playing in that? Because um, uh, he plays Kamal Khan, doesn't he?
0: Oh, um, they. Oh, yeah. He's fiddling with his dice, isn't he? Yeah, that's exactly
1: that. Yeah, I can't think of the name of the game. Um, no, I can't either. But no, it's not really all in the wrist, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. But yeah, no, it's um hang on uh yeah i'm gonna google it yeah you google it because i have tried to google it but not having much success
1: uh backgammon of course For
0: oh goodness' sake, yes there we go yes of course it's backgammon yes no you're right you could yes
1: i think you could be right i think you could <laughs> be right um that this might be the last bit of uh um last bit of cards we see for for quite a while yeah
0: yeah i just yeah just a bit of googling on license to kill and it does very much look like blackjack it's blackjack okay well which is cards but yeah but it's Um, not it's not background is it it's
1: not background no um
0: so there we go that's That's right because
1: chrystatus makes a reference to um i'll play a little shemmy in reference Mm -hmm. to shaman defar so yeah um that would be uh, consistent with that, yeah. Yes, okay,
0: there we go. Sorry, yeah. I, I digressed a little bit. But
1: yes, I think there's an interesting little hint there when Bond rejects his choice of wine for their dinner.
0: Um, yes.
1: Because they order the same food. It's an, mm. or an excellent choice, they'll have the same. Um, but he, Bond rejects his choice of wine, even though he said he'd like it because it's from his, his home place.
0: Yes. Um, that's... I think
1: uh, that's a bit of a poke in the eye, isn't it? Um, no, no. you're you're not sure about this guy, so you're not going to drink his wine. <laughs>
0: That's right. No, you can keep that. Yes. Um. Yep. Yeah, so it, there's. He points out Colombo. He's not over there, and he's sat with the with his countess.
1: Ah, uh, yes, indeed. Yes, who he hasn't got many good things to say about. Um, <laughs> but um uh yeah indeed, there they are um but we are perfectly safe. He will do nothing in his own place mm. um and there's Columbo, played by uh topol yep uh it yeah. was an excellent excellent bit of casting i think
0: yeah what one of my favorite characters mm, the whole thing. really good really, really charismatic actor
1: mm. um and really plays it well um yeah, nice little scene that where he's you know telling him all about him and um and they change the candle at their table, which Bond looks suspicious at.
0: Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Because ultimately, that's yeah, that's just because they're recording the conversation. It's got a tape
1: recorder in it. Yeah, yeah. which I think Bond suspects. Mm. Um, yeah, he's that not that might, off, he thought they might have been recorded. Yeah, indeed. Um, which is why I think Bond doesn't really say much. Um, yeah. Uh, dinner, um, and then. Um, uh, we see Columbo listening to that tape recording, and then uh, there's a little argument between him and his good lady.
0: Uh, yep, yep, all very staged. No one's, no one's believing that for one second. But mm, this uh, may be an opportunity. Yeah, this I... may be a trap. <laughs> well, yes, but he's he's not going to turn that down, is he? So, but we're still
1: not sure at this point who's who, are we? Um, no, we're not. Um... But Bond gets the eye from the Countess. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess it's time to just mention her.
0: Yes, Cassandra Harris.
1: Cassandra Harris, or to use her married name, Cassandra Brosnan.
0: Mm. So there's our there's our Bond link from right there. Um,
1: and I believe Mr. Brosnan went with her um, when she went to do the filming. He went with her to um, well, Corfu, I think it was filmed in, mm-hmm. um, and um, met. Uh, roger and met cubby um and sort of got his first introduction to the the world of james bond Mm. um and i think it was at that point cubby thought oh yeah yeah he could work
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that's um well and he wasn't wrong was he no um i watched
1: an interview recently with pierce and he mentioned um uh, Cassandra getting the role in Fiores only, um, and how delighted they were because it's, you know, it's a Bond film. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, apparently, that and him doing uh, the TV series The Manians of America, um, those two things combined, paid the deposit on their first house in London. <laughs> in Amherst. <Amazement>. Yes. <laughs> their first house together as a married couple. The, the, deposit came from partly from Fioris <laughs>
0: that's that's quite cool
1: um she later of course very sadly passed away but um mm. that was uh, a long time after this but uh, yes. yeah uh, so uh, mr Moore gets the eye from her and um goes after her and um you know take my car ask the chauffeur to come back for me and um <laughs> Off they go, um, with Melina sneaking around in the uh, in the casino.
0: Yes, yes, for, not utterly subtle, if I'm honest, but yes, not
1: really. Uh, yeah. And um, off they go in the Rolls Royce uh, Silver mm-hmm. Shadow two.
0: Yes, yeah. we're, into the, we're into the 80s era of the big rubber bumper on European cars now. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely a bit of that. So yeah, off they pop, and a bit of. Bit of flirting and consuming and hanky pankies and. Do you notice her car when they arrive? Um, shall uh, I? Oh, I don't know if I recall. Actually, it, we never see
1: it doing anything, but it is uh, parked in the carport as the Rolls Royce pulls into the
0: driveway. Um, you get no. You're gonna have to furnish me with the information there because ah, mind. we it's
1: another Mercedes. Um SL. Oh, is it nice? Yes, it is. Uh the big grill SL, whatever number that is. Four yeah, four fifty. So I don't know. I forget all the numbers.
0: Um I'm looking it up. Um yeah, four four fifty SL. Is it Bobby Ewing one? Yeah. Oh, this is yeah, the R one oh seven. One oh that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: R one oh seven, yes. There's a bronze-coloured R107 under the carport at her nice. chalet, mm. which she actually makes a reference to the following morning, if you recall. So when you're ready to leave, you can take my car, um, and it's the, it's the SL.
0: Okay, okay, cool. I, I, I hadn't... I um, a car spot that you hadn't made. Very good.
1: Yes, <laughs> I like that. Yes. Yep. Next time you watch it, you spot it. It's just in uh, the corner.
0: <laughs> I will. I will. Don't you worry. Yes. I'm going to have a right old rummage.
1: But, uh, yeah, nice little scene with her. Learns a little bit about Columbo. Um, then, the following morning, scene on the beach. Ah, um, yes. Where's uh, again? Mm-hmm. she? doesn't come off best.
0: No, because you've got what's this, Chops? Lock and... Lock. And what's it? Charles dancers was he called Claude? Something like that. Klaus. I Klaus, think. sorry, not Claude. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Klaus, he's credited as called Klaus, although we, again, he never speaks.
0: That's it, yeah, I knew it was a um, daft. But yes, so. He so ends that, up with an arrow in the back. um And the biggest issue that I found is that um those beach buggies are not quiet. No, they're really
1: not. No, well, they're VW Beetle engines, aren't
0: they? You can hear an an air-cooled engine coming. And she runs into open space and at the last minute turns around and gasps rather than jumping to either side.
1: It's a little bit contrived there, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. Um, that could have easily been avoided. Um, Uh, Yes, Especially as Bond tells her not to run off. Um, uh, yes. Because when so she that... does start running, he tells her to come back.
0: Because
1: mm. um, he can protect her if she's with him, but not if she goes off running on her
0: own. That's it, yeah. Um, so, yeah and so although awesome. he fires
1: at the um,
0: the beach buggy, it, well, it hits the beach buggy but it misses the driver. Yes. Yeah, and um, does not get a bullet in the back of his head. So, sadly. No, yeah, indeed. So, so she is no more. She is no more. Bond gets captured. Um... Uh, but, as it turns out, things are not all the, it seems... Wonderful scene between him and... Works really well. Yeah, yeah, uh, him and him and Columbo is most excellent. Uh, yeah, yeah cause it's good on, chemistry there. On, the, on his yacht, um, and basically all things are not as it seems, Columbo isn't the shit, it's Christatos. Yep. Um, well they both I mean they're both villains but yeah no one's tremendous
1: (laughs) I smuggled yes I smuggled gold diamonds pistachio nuts Mm. but (laughs) he's um, he lays it all out and uh, it turns out that we've been rooting for the wrong one
0: that's it yeah so um, they ultimately end up working together Um, they go uh, head off to Al
1: Albania, Albania. this is our fifth country so far, again coming back to the timeline we're we're at least a week now
0: since the sinking of the ship at uh, least a week, maybe more yeah, so yeah that's have a little scuffle in there because they're using it to it's a warehouse for drug smuggling basically it's heroin smuggling isn't it, yes which
1: Columbo says he does not do Mm. But Christatus is well in two. Um, yeah. And we have some diving equipment in there because somehow that's important for drug smuggling. Yeah, um, yeah, you need yeah. that. Um, um, and he exp- Bond explains what it is because we'll need to know later. Um,
0: <laughs> it's important that. Um, yeah, yeah, so that, that all happens, but it turns out that Locke is well aware of this and tried to escape he's wired one of the bombs and uh, that's right they got another one
1: of those sneaky mines that yeah. uh, are, are tricky for fishermen yeah Um blows that bad boy up but everyone well not everyone survives but Bond and Columbo do.
0: Bond, Columbo and locks well out of there he's jumped in the car and headed off but he's what? off in his Mercedes yeah but Bond's has cut him off because he's thundering up those stairs. Um, oh he's a bit wheezy. A little bit, yeah. I mean yeah. so yeah, he appears in the <laughs> little tunnel, doesn't he? As a as a chute. Gets As a chute,
1: that's right. The car goes spinning off through a wall and ends up balanced on the edge of the
0: cliff. Yep. So that's it. have um uh any lock for the first time doesn't look quite so smug and menacing. Um
1: no, not quite chipper now.
0: No. no. So he's he's there teetering and uh Bond pulls out the, the, the white dove pin that he got off of Ferrara.
1: And that's right, which he's obviously been carrying with quite a mm. while now. Um Yeah. Lobby's ass he's, he's changed outfits several times since he got older that, but
2: yeah,
0: nevertheless. Right. Right. Um <laughs> It's the same reason that no matter what jeans I've got on, I put my phone in my pocket. Oh, Um, fair dues. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Okay, I'll
1: give you that. Um, Apparently, Roger Moore had a real problem with this scene. Mm. Didn't like it. Didn't think it was right for his bond.
0: Mm. It was right for the film, though, wasn't it? To kick the car off the cliff Mm. um,
1: with the villain in it, he thought was a bit too brutal. But I think it's perfect.
0: It, it it works entirely with the uh, with the narrative we've had throughout. Yeah, um, and you know, throwing in the pin
1: like that's enough to unbalance it. I mean,
0: <laughs> hmm. um, but well, he does kick it. He definitely oh, kicks it. It's <laughs> not <laughs> the pin is not the reason it falls off. Quite suspect, no, he okay, definitely kicks it. it. Yeah, it's um, a good old kick. Uh, so yeah, that's him. I see him a deaden. Um... Uh, yeah, and we see him a deaden, which again is unusual for a Bond film. Mm. He had no head for heights. Mm, That's it, very good. Um, (laughs) um, So that's where we end up back on the Havelock's yacht. Yes. Um, And that's where they sort of start having a rummage for um, any information from his work for the government. Uh, That's right, and he gets Melina to decipher her father's log that's it um so that then but then once we've had all the narrative and we know where we're going that's where we end up uh in the mini submarine jobby
1: i'd like to just talk about the parrot here
0: uh yes.
1: if we may. You may um max the parrot yes um whose real name was chrome all right i don't know why uh max the parrot uh was owned and loaned to the production by Diana Rigg.
2: Huh,
1: interesting. And he the appears in another Bond film. Does he? He does. Can you guess which one?
2: Can I get one? Another Bond film that features yeah.
1: a parrot? Yeah, the same parrot, also loaned <laughs> by uh, Diana Rigg. Um... Which, of course, is good for this film, because, of course, Tracy is mentioned at the beginning.
0: Oh, um, in the kitchen, um, the safe house that's not very safe. Yes. Um, living Daylights. Living Daylights at the and safe house. Yes, yes, the same parrot. Shittest <laughs> safe house
1: ever. ever. Yes, indeed. Mm. Uh, yeah, apparently John Glenn thought it was kind of cute to have the same parrot. You know, like there as well. so yeah. like that. So he had a word with Diana Rigg and got her back. Apparently, the parrot also appeared in... Um, the Pink Panther strikes again with Peter Sellers. Okay, <laughs> there's a parrot in in one scene all in that
0: o- all over the place. That parrot's earning better than we are.
1: Yeah, it probably is. Mm, yeah, probably. He already had a better acting career than George Lazenby.
0: Um, mm. <laughs> we've been in more Bond films. Um, exactly. Oh dear. And um, right, just thought I'd mention Max the parrot. Um, no, like that. Yeah, it was um, a kiss. Not, no, no, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> so, so, down yeah. the go, down the go submarine to go and find the St. George's. Uh, yep, find that. Not an issue. They've got their special suits on, they can only be in those eight minutes because it's got some weird concoction oh, of yeah. air and nonsense. And
1: um, helium or something, or whatever
0: it is. Why they're not all talking in squeaky voices. No, um. Um,
1: And uh, Bond says, speak only when necessary, and then proceeds to rabbit on about every little thing he's doing.
0: Um, Yeah, Just narrate that, just to be sure. Um, Yes. Yeah, and basically we have a really crap little squabble underwater, if I'm honest. It is a bit pants, and this
1: is where I've been building up to with the timeline. Mm. Because that ship's been down there, I I think if we're honest, it could be up to 10 days at this point.
0: I mean, at an absolute minimum,
1: given all the whizzing around that there has been,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, the bodies floating around in that control room and half look fresh to say they've been in seawater for ten days. Oh, they are super fresh. Let's be. That,
0: that's going to be grim
1: in there by this point.
0: I'm no expert about corpses, but I think one's been underwater. Going to be a bit on the old bloaty side. Yeah, that's mm.
1: yeah. Those guys look like they've been only been in a couple of
0: minutes. Mm, I mean, <laughs> obviously, they had only been in a couple of minutes. Well, yes, obviously, it's shot in a pool at Pinewood. But Yes, um, but, yeah, I, I get what you mean, but I suppose they can't be too...
1: No, they can't, and I know it's a more realistic film, um, but, yeah, if they'd been accurate on that, I w- well... <laughs> I think they'd just, they just struggled to get an 18 certificate on it. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a bit much, that.
1: Um, Yeah. Bodies do not stay like
0: that in seawater. No, no, rough. Yeah. Um, Yep, so crap squabble. It's a bit Um, of a pants scene, though, isn't it?
1: Um, It's it's a bit of an anticlimax.
0: is a bit rubbish, because they have a little squabble in their diving suits, then he has his head blown up in the, the one was wearing the big fat suit. Oh, he puts um, the big
1: ticking thing on his end. Yeah, it. that's right.
0: And, yeah. Oh, it was the detonator for the ATAC, wasn't it?
1: Yes, it was. Um, for some reason, it... the lever wasn't
0: pulled. Mm. Yes. Oh, I didn't know you were a detective. Um, <laughs> Genius.
1: Oh, the fact that it's still in one piece is a clue. <laughs> tit. Um,
0: yeah, then and it this... looked like it was
1: still transmitting, because they yeah. knew it was down there
0: dear then we got the squabble moves up to submarine level of squabbling okay that's that's crap as well if i'm honest
1: oh with timmy mallet and his little little vp yeah. machine yeah yeah um so we get a submarine. he, he presents no sinister threat whatsoever
0: <laughs> not not great that um <laughs> but yeah that's that's fine but there we go bond and melina they got an attack off they pop um they get scooped out of the water by a yacht only to find out that Crustatus has been a bit of a shit. He's um, commandeered the
1: old Triana there. Yeah, yep.
0: yes, that is now, and as is the attack that's been had away, and then as every Bond villain known to man, they are rather than killed on the spot. Let's have a bit of fun with this.
1: Oh, the old variation of the Keelhawk, which is from the book. Actually, hmm. the, the the sort of punishment or their attempted death is, is from the book. Yeah. Um, we do find out in this sequence that he is intending to sell the device to the Russians.
0: That's right, yep. So... That ties
1: that all together and why we've got General Gogol at the beginning.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, so that's it. They get flung about in the water a bit, uh, tried to get sort of turned into bait for the sharks.
1: Uh, uh, that's well, right, but they got a sneaky way out of that.
0: Yeah, Bond's already... Halfway through the rope, Um, then once they are, they duck under, and um, magically, Melina has already ditched that diving gear from way back.
1: May I mention a little bit of trivia here at this point? Mm. I don't know if you know about this or not. You might do.
0: Um,
1: It turned out that Carol Bouquet couldn't dive. She had a sinus problem that meant she couldn't dive. But they obviously had underwater sequences to do with her character. Mm. The way they did that, um, they obviously filmed some stuff with a, with a double um, yeah. in real water. But with, uh, for her, um, stuff where you can see her face, that was shot at Pinewood on a set that they built and lit to look like underwater with big fans blowing to blow her long hair <laughs> and then cut into the movie in slow motion with bubbles super in, superimposed on the top. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> but it works, though, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I, I can't say I did really works.
1: Noticed. You don't notice. I think it works really well. Mm. Um, and it was because they found out quite late in the production that she couldn't dive. <laughs> so apparently it was John Glenn who came up with the method, director, who came up with the method of, well, we'll get some big fans, we'll build an underwater set, fairly simple, um bit of temple you know yeah. uh, light it so it looks like it's underwater roger can be in full scuba gear um and we'll just yeah we'll just blow her hair with big fans and then cut it into the movie in slow motion and mm. i i think it works re- it's a simple effect but i think it works really well yeah
0: yeah yeah well, uh, I, I, like I said, never noticed. But that's quite a, a good way around it.
1: That mm, was a like pain covered. in
0: the ass, but fair play.
1: Yeah, a bit annoying, but, you know, they it was too late in the production to not, you know, to use a different actress, so they thought, well, how can we get around this? Um, mm-hmm. And there's only a couple of sequences where she's underwater. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, it works well, I
0: think. That's it, yeah, so that's all good. Uh, well That's it. They So after we've had the bait where well, they the underwater bit is they're going to find that diving gear that was down there. Uh, so that's right, so tie the
1: rope around the boulder, hmm. snap the thing top um, down solos, Of course, in classic Bond villain style, uh, they must be dead.
0: Um. That's it, so that's all fine. Uh, so yeah, th- yeah, we're not going to check. No, that, they've they have go and get some air, get back on the yacht, wonder where the bloody hell they're going. Max tells them they're going to St. <laughs> Cyril's because he's very useful. He's Um, good like that, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Repeat. Q Q moans that um, there's too many of those, but Colombo likes ah no no monastery, yeah yes (laughs) indeed he knows he knows he knows so where we used
1: to hide from the Germans
0: yes (laughs) so that that happens Uh, we get the bit of tension with the whole rock climbing stuff.
1: Quite, I is quite good that rock climbing sequence. I quite like it.
0: Yeah, um, I don't, don't mind a bit of that. The fall off the top
1: where Bond gets a boot in the mush, mm. um, that was done by Rick Sylvester, who also did the uh skiing off the mountain at the beginning of The Spy Who Loved Me.
0: Okay, yeah, I suppose it's in a similar sort of vein, isn't it? Yeah, um, one thing that the only bit that bothers me about that is the uh, they're, obviously they have someone climbing a rock and there's a really long, long off shot and it's tiny, tiny little dot on the side of the mountain. Yeah. And then they cut to buddy Columbo and his lot waving at him and saying, no, no, don't go up. There's someone looking over again. <laughs> How on, if that's the scale we're dealing with. What do you want about? You're five miles away. <laughs> How is he, he going to see hand yeah. gestures? <laughs> I know. That's, that's the only bit that I would deem utter nonsense. Yeah,
1: you're right. Yeah. They, they had a lot of trouble with that sequence. Um, mm. uh, you've probably heard the stories about this because it was a real monastery on top of the mountain. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the monks didn't want them filming. They didn't approve of James Bond and they didn't want them there um and they were like hanging out washing and draping sheets over the roofs of the buildings yeah. and just doing things to try and ruin all the shots and getting in the way and putting up banners and all kinds <laughs> of things um and the bond production went to the town the mayor of the town and said you know we you've given us permission to film up there but these guys are getting in our way and causing trouble and stopping mm. us shooting and apparently It's like a hundred-year-old debate that's been raging in this tiny little village where they had to decide who owned the monastery, whether it belonged Uh, to the monks or whether it belonged to the town, and they finally had to decide this issue in court after all these decades.
0: For goodness sake.
1: And apparently, there was a load of people in the town that were ready to go up and like throw the monks out because they were really pleased to have a Bond film shooting in their little town. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they were getting quite fed up with the monks who were. And there's some still shots you can get behind the scenes stuff where you can see uh, the buildings all draped with washing and sheets and, you know, the monks all getting in the way. Um, <laughs> so they could only film it from certain angles. Um, so a lot the of the thought. shots that they were trying to get, they couldn't get. Um, mm. So I wonder if what you're describing is a function of the fact that they actually were
0: quite restricted in what they could film. Entirely possible, yeah. I mean, who um, knew that you're going to be dealing with rowdy monks? Well, no, who'd I have thought? thought. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But they caused
1: no end of trouble. Uh, Sheesh, there were certain days fuck, we it? couldn't shoot at all. Um, and oh, uh, plus as it turned out Roger Moore isn't good with heights so that was tricky um <laughs> even getting him up a ladder was a bit difficult yeah it's a bit of a no um but it was Rick Sylvester who is actually quite a short man so it was interesting you mentioned you know he looked quite little um mm. He he was he is quite, quite a small is he? guy, or is I don't know if he's still. With I do know. But I guess he is. Um, but uh, I better look him up because if we get a fact like that wrong, yeah, fun. you better do that. Yeah.
0: So yeah, we have that Bond gets up there, then gets kicked off, then goes up there again, and it's, it's, that all happens. But no gadgets gets... used there, though.
1: I like that. No gadgets.
0: No, no. This
1: to climb back up the rope. I thought, yeah, that's that's clever.
0: Yep, that's good. I liked that. Um yeah, so he, he gets up there and ultimately releases the, the basket thing that normally gets people. It can be operated from. only from the shed. Yes. Which which is it can only be operated from the shed. So if you're the last person there and you leave then you're buggered.
1: The, <laughs> you're bo- the basket knackered is, knackered. is yes.
0: just at the bottom. You can get yes. in the basket and stay there. That's your lot. There you go. Yeah, it's not a great bit of design,
1: I grant you. Uh, yes, uh, Rick Sylvester is still with us, but he is now 82. Okay, so
0: <laughs> probably his rock climbing days are behind him. Oh, he's probably done with that now. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, so up there, quite a lot of scuffling going on up there. Bit of Kriegler fighting with Bond. Uh, that Oh, he gets too. a spike up his rock, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, right up there. Um, so that's not very pleasant. Um, but ultimately, gets flung out the window and then flung off a cliff, pretty much, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, he's all done. All yeah. done. Um, yeah, he's and... gone, which I think we're all quite pleased about, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, you can bugger off. Uh, yeah. Columbo and Christatos having a little bit of a scuffle.
1: Oh, yeah, you're not as fast as you used to be. Um, so yeah. that's it.
0: Christatos escapes. Uh, Columbo inj- is giving him a bit of a chase. Uh, he waits behind the door and he gets a a to the guts, doesn't he?
1: (laughs) (laughs) He does. get Mm. an handle right up the... Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that that all happens. Um, Then we get full circle for your revenge stuff right there.
1: There you go. Be prepared to dig those two graves. Although I don't quite know what he's on about because... We're we're all done here, really. We're all done. Christatus is on his knees. He's quite a distance from her. He's got a little flick knife. she has got a crossbow. What's I, he's he's not got
0: the winning? <laughs> no, he's not a threat. But we don't have to worry about it. Columbo deals with that anyway. He does knife Cheeky right at, in the back, knife yeah. in the back, bosh. Yeah. Um. And then Gogol appears in his little Russian helicopter. Oh, he's been
1: he's had quite the journey.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that that goes well because after um, after all that he. Uh, and all this to in and fro in, the, the ATAC gets flung off the fucking cliff. Ah, uh, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's Dayton, comrade. Yes. Okay, right. So we've gone through the old film there. And the thing that everyone wanted, you just lobbed off a cliff. You don't have it.
1: I don't have it.
0: <laughs> yes. I think that's a
1: strange choice. Didn't your boss want it back?
0: Yeah, true. Um, it's uh, yeah. yeah but I wouldn't say it's anticlimactic. I think it's very Cold War.
1: It is very Cold War, and Gogol stops his henchman shooting Bond. Um, hmm. yet and
0: yeah, yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah, and Gogol very finds the whole
1: thing quite amusing.
0: Yeah, that thing you say about the the henchman—that's important because you never want to escalate it.
1: No, you don't. And he he clicks the gun like he's about to fire at Bond. Mm. Um, and google stops him uh as you say that's quite that's quite
0: important yeah um, yeah that's very of the time uh, like yeah. say, flinging it off him stopping people shooting that's it's all everyone knows how to play the game they do
1: you shoot him and we've got a whole other thing on our hands yeah. here.
0: <laughs> it's more yes. than just paperwork here dickhead
1: <laughs> yeah sure. Right. you are gonna escalate this into a full international incident. Yeah. So it's, that's you do not machine gun the British top spy over this.
0: Mm. Um, <laughs> Which so, officially
1: so... I'm probably not even supposed to be here.
0: So Yeah, quite. So that's that's all not good. Um <laughs> no. so yeah, there we go. And then it's back to your your traditional end scene of going oh, right. Oh God. <laughs> that's the bit they were on about with the poor use of the line.
1: This has no business being in this film, in my opinion. It doesn't Um,
0: It's just like, oh, dear. This is a sillier ending than Moonraker got. Well, yeah. I mean, after we get through the cringy bit of um, sort of um, Roger Moore moving into granddad territory... um, Uh, uh, Are you all right, darling? (laughs) No! Dirty! Dirty! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, no one wants that. Uh, but then we end up in... I don't know. <laughs> We've got Q trying to connect everyone together because the Prime uh, Minister would like to talk to Bond personally.
1: Yes, and apparently there's no other way. There's a, a really tricky way of... Con- this hmm. ship. I um, don't quite understand why it's so difficult. Um, but anyway... Um, 007 on the line, man. Mm. and all of that. Um yeah, so it's a very we, strange scene.
0: Yeah, so we get an odd portrayal of Margaret Thatcher. Oh,
1: and Dennis Thatcher. Oh yeah, don't well.
0: don't forget Dennis in the background having a fake.
1: And trying to nick the sprouts. Yeah. yeah. Um It's a very strange scene, isn't it? There's no other way of putting it. It's
0: just it's weird. I don't know where that came from. I really it's don't very
1: weird. It doesn't belong in this film. No, it's... I thought you were trying to serious it up a bit, and (laughs) you've done that. And I know she was the Prime Minister of the day, but even so, um, yeah, it's just odd.
0: It's really odd, but there we go. That happened. Um, Give us a kiss. (laughs) Mm. Really, Mr Bond? (laughs) No, awful. Awful. Having a
1: little trouble with the line, madam.
0: Oh. Mm. Yeah, not good. Um. <laughs> and they go off for a
1: moonlight swim. Oh, um, pff, horrible. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, closing titles. So there we are. Um, yeah, we have concluded. on number twelve.
0: Um, and like we alluded to, sort of halfway through with our gibbering. Um, I think you and I would both say our favourite Roger Moore one. I don't. Again, no arguing there, which is a shame.
1: I don't, yeah, I don't think I would. It is my, I I adore The Man with the Golden Gun. Um, Mm -hmm. I've got a lot of time for Octopussy, which we haven't reviewed yet, which came Mm -hmm. after this film. But I think, I think on balance, this was his best work as Bond. Yeah.
0: Mm. And I think it's
1: a really strong script. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a really strong script with believable villains, a believable threat. It's a proper Cold War thriller. It really is. It's
0: mm, um, very good, very nicely done. Very not overblown,
1: time. unbelievable characters who are yeah. trying to you know change the world. Um, uh, it's it's really genuine, and I think they did it really well. And I think they were, as we said earlier, absolutely right to change the style to a more re- realistic one at this point. Mm.
0: Yeah, entirely agree. Yeah, um, agree. You're not going to get any arguments from me on that. Um it's right up there as one of the good ones. It, the yeah, it, is. Is. Not, not it just, is. Not just the best of more, but one of the best out of the uh, the back catalogue in general. I think it's a
1: bit of an underrated film, and I think it's one of the films that you're sort of non-obsessive Bond fan, like we are. Um, your average... Uh, watcher. It's probably one of the films that a lot of people have forgotten about.
0: Yeah, it won't. It won't be a go to if someone, no, a, a casual viewer said, "Oh, I'd quite like to watch a Bond film." It w- this would not leap to mind.
1: No, I don't think it would. But I think it's, um, I think it's very well regarded in Bond fandom. Um, mm. I think there's yeah, a lot to like there. about it. I think it's a really good cast. It's a really strong story. I like the score. Um, mm. and I think it provided, um, it, it was sort of, it's the launching point for the Bond films of the eighties.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because they
1: all follow a more serious, more realistic style.
0: Yeah. 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 It, it's true. Even, even the Roger Moore ones there. But, yeah. But I it, include it,
1: Octopussy it, it, and A View to a Kill in yeah, that. yeah. They,
0: they, they were very grown up, weren't they? Compared much more it's ones. a
1: it's a sharp change of style and there are two halves to Roger Moore's era as bond live and Let die to moonraker and Your is only two of you to a kill they are they're they're two separate uh what's the word well styles i suppose mm. um very different uh the seventies bond films um were uh, sharply different from the 80s Bond films and I, I for the better i think
0: yes yeah yeah i think so too it was it was very much time for a change i think we all enjoyed the early ones but we needed to uh stop them in their tracks
1: moonraker was going too far and i think everyone involved recognized that that if they continued down that path they were just going to get more and more outlandish more and more silly Mm. and before too much longer they're making parodies of it and it's you know
0: uh, it would have been wrong no one wants that no um, really.
1: and had they done that i think we could have the series in the 80s
0: mm. yeah that would have been that would have been the final straw wouldn't it
1: yeah i think so so i think they made the right call at the right time and i think this film is is brilliant and it ranks as one of the best in my opinion
0: yep uh, again, no arguments from me yeah. on that one. So th- that's our general consensus going, well, you, I think we've watched it now. The collective of the our audience should go and watch it as well now.
1: So. Definitely. lot to like here. If you want a proper spy thriller,
0: um, this is the one. Yeah, that's true. Um, so that's that concluded. So let's mm. say, what are we watching next? Well, we um, uh, have already agreed this, I believe.
1: Did we? I can't
0: remember Oh, okay, you've forgotten.
1: Oh, well, I could change direction here, then you
0: never know. We, uh, I, mean, I don't know whether we discussed it on air or not, though.
1: Oh, That's maybe good. we didn't. Maybe hmm. we didn't. I thought our next one, uh, again, was a, uh, a sharp change of uh, direction and a sharp change of era. Um, we were going to watch Die Another Day.
0: That's right. Like I said, I don't know if we told everyone, but yes. Maybe, maybe we didn't, but well, we have now. <laughs> yeah, we've told everyone. I do remember us having that conversation. I can't remember. Yeah. Like I said, on air, off air, no idea. Die another day. Um, Yeah, we're, we're 20,
1: uh, uh, 20 years. 21 years, in yeah. fact. Yes, yeah. 21 years into the future. So it's yeah. a big change. Yeah, um, a couple of Bond
0: of, actors
1: on. Yeah. yeah, a couple of Bond actors on. We're the last of the Pierce Brosnan era. Um, yeah. Very, very sad. Um, mm. uh, yeah, we'll have a crack it Die another day. We will. We're going to see if it's as crap
0: as we remember. I think
1: our opinions are going to be uh, a bit different than they were about this one. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. We're now into the era of movies that we will have seen at the cinema.
0: Uh, yes. When they were yeah. new. Yeah. Um, and I know I've said I, was a, it I was a bit young for
1: Fiora's only.
0: <laughs> Die Another Day is still the Bond film that I've seen the most in the cinema. <laughs> um, Saw it an unnecessary amount of times. I but, think.
1: Ooh, is that true for me? No, I think I might have seen Casino Royale most at the cinema. Mm, and good, I'm quite it? pleased
0: about that. Yeah, I'd prefer <laughs> that to be my headline one. but yes. unfortunately not. But there we go. Okay, well we'll take that. Right. So we'll we'll, we'll have
1: a, we'll have the low
0: point of the Brosnan here next. Well, allegedly the low point. We're going to watch it again. Oh, true. I shouldn't prejudge. It. No, but I don't think we should prejudge because it's. I think. I think. I, I don't know. I just get the feeling we might be pleasantly surprised.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay well let's give it a watch and find out.
2: Yeah, There's everything it, yeah. to
1: play for as we go into because um maybe maybe we uh, have a bad memory of it and maybe it is better than we think. That's um, it.
0: Maybe maybe time is our friend.
1: Yes. Well uh, you know what they say time wounds all heals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I think
1: uh, that's probably enough of that for this week. Uh, check us out on uh, all the various social medias and things. Uh, Thank you very much for listening.